here with another episode of currently binging the podcast about all things tv and movies if you're listening for the first time welcome make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on uh take a few extra seconds rate comment all greatly appreciate it i feel like my brain is just like <laughs> malfunctioning i'm gonna be completely transparent i have been traveling so i feel like my brain is in different time zones uh this was actually supposed to drop a week ago and you know when you're traveling it's hard to record things and so here we are it's hard to record things but it's also hard to catch up on shows so we are discussing only murders in the building season three the finale actually happened last week um and i was traveling so wasn't able to watch it until recently and so here we are to discuss all of my thoughts about uh season three of only murders if i'm being completely honest one there's going to be spoilers so just fyi so if you plan to stick around just know that but um only it just seemed like the season took forever there were 10 episodes i'm pretty sure there have been 10 episodes every other season i'm pretty sure let's see yeah, because we have 31. I'm looking at IMDb. So that means it's been 10 um, episodes every season. And it's on Hulu. So Hulu is one that drops it weekly, which is fine. You know, I've had my complaints about um, how things on streaming services are dropped, depending on what they are. But it's fine. It was released weekly. And so it just felt like it took forever to get through it. Because in that span of time, because a lot of the shows that I'm currently watching are um being dropped weekly i've just been wa been watching a lot of things all at the same time so this shelter which we recently talked about if not before i think it was before this episode or a couple episodes before i'm also watching the will of time which i believe that just ended i just watched the most recent episodes and it was giving uh season finale so i think that that may be done and so if that is the case that will be next week's episode also Gen V just started which is a spinoff from the boys so watching that as well as Loki just started uh and so I'm watching that as well so there's just a lot of things that are I'm watching although it may seem like a lot of episodes are not dropping back to back because we went from being a bi-weekly podcast to a weekly podcast um back to kind of being a bi-weekly podcast just because everything that I'm watching <laughs> is being dropped very very slowly so only murders I say all that to say it just felt like the season took forever considering all the things that I've watched that either dropped all together started or ended in that span of time and so also because when only murders first came out and I've talked about seasons one and two so if you want to know my thoughts about those seasons make sure you go and check them out I will be sure to link them uh, in the uh, show notes but in watching like season one it was something new it was fresh um and you know it's like oh parodying all these uh murder podcasts that or not murder but true crime podcasts that we had an influx of and we were kind of at the moment where it felt like that hype was dipping off a little bit 
but then we got to show and it's like oh yeah that is true and also you get to solve something you all know I love to solve to solve a mystery so it felt fun then we went in season two and I I believe I may have said this when I discussed season two where it kind of gets to the point where it, things start to feel a little bit uh similar but I think the reason why season two still didn't feel felt different is because that murder we got to spend more time from the PO the POV of the victim and we weren't so focused on our main characters of Mabel Charles and Oliver played by Selena Gomez Steve Martin 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 Short say that 10 times in a row <laughs> um so I think that that's what made that one special and then going into this one when we heard that it was renewed and we started to see some of the behind the scenes and her some of the casting Meryl Streep being a big name that was thrown out Paul Rudd who was in the finale of season two so we knew to expect him for a season three I think that it kind of generated a little bit of um excitement but once we got into the season it just felt like it dragged on a little bit and I'm not sure if uh, it had anything to do with, you know, you have Mabel who's dealing with who's dealing with moving out because her aunt is selling her unit. So she has to find somewhere to live. She's also has always been the youngest of the trio. And so Oliver and Charles have do tend to spend a little bit more time together because they are older. But also Oliver um, has his play that is happening. And so in and Charles is in the play. So there's been a lot of time spent on that. And so there's just hasn't been a lot of time for them to be together and then when we have um Ben who ends up dying in the beginning uh played by Paul Rudd then it's kind of like okay well the gang's back together but no not really because Oliver is having heart attacks <laughs> and he's like I can't deal with the stress and then Charles is like in it out of it he's like a little bit in the middle but Mabel's like very 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 focused on uh, trying to solve this murder even though it seems like an open and shut case so I don't know if it was some of that that was kind of dragging it a little bit because you didn't have that cohesive unit the entire way through like we did in seasons one and two I think the other thing is that I don't know it's just the murder didn't seem that ex exciting I don't know can, a, can it be exciting I don't want to say exciting it just didn't feel I don't know how to explain it, but we have been, he dies, I'm using air quotes, at the end of season two. Though we come to season three, kind of find out he was poisoned and then he passed out um, and then he ends up being taken to the hospital where it's like, oh wait, no, he's not dead. He's actually still alive. He shows up at the opening night party and then he ends up um getting pushed down the elevator chute and dying for real and so that's like oh okay exciting but then it just kind of plateaus from there where we're kind of enthralled in everyone's individual lives we have Charles dealing with like his relationship which I don't feel like we ever really resolved that now that I'm talking about it um I don't because like she moved he ended up proposing to her because he was having blackouts which was a little bit weird as well or he would do and say things in these black blackouts that he didn't realize that he was doing or saying. And then he would come out of it and it'll be like, oh, by the way, you proposed to me. And so um, that was a whole thing where um, I have to find her name because I don't think that I wrote 
it down or I did and it's gonna take me some time to look for it but um she they end up like arguing and being and she finds out that he didn't really mean to propose to her so then she ends up moving out and it was kind of like okay are they done done for real and then we have um Meryl Streep's character which let me go down in my notes I'm literally looking at Gen V notes and I need to be looking at only murder only murders votes Kimber can't find a mission in lipstick and boots room and find out someone helped Kimber cover a mark on his face. There's just so many names <laughs> that I just sometimes read these things and I'm like, who is this? But uh, then we have Oliver. Of course, he's dealing with uh, the fallout or the aftermath of everything that happened with Ben losing his leading man, getting that, hearing what the review was. Or was going to be for his uh, play and then mean to go back to the drawing board and decide to turn into a musical. And oh, oh, also, by the way, he's has a crush on Loretta and is very interested in her. But then there's also a conflict between those two because he's the director and she's his and she's the actor. So it's just like all that stuff is going on. And then you have Mabel who is she starts to I need to figure out what his name is because I don't think I wrote his name down but the guy the film guy played by Jesse Williams again another person who made a um or had like a recurring role Tobert in the show so like you see her kind of doing more of the detective sleuthing type stuff actually now that I'm talking this out this is the first season where we didn't have like the super fans of the podcast show up like we did in season one and season two interesting that literally just crossed my mind <laughs> but we have her doing all of the sleuthing with him and it's kind of weird because it's like is did he have anything to do with it didn't he because when you see all these characters you're like why do we have these people just randomly showing up who are it's like it's weird to see them like a jesse williams um like a meryl streep which i think you would automatically default to being like oh meryl streep is the one who killed him but that's a little bit too obvious we also got a a cameo from matthew broderick so it was just like a lot of a lot of like fanfare <laughs> happening this season as well which i think maybe contributed to the story just not feeling that well rounded or balanced i don't know i don't know and so when we talk about like who killed ben we're limited to everyone who was a part of um, the play, which did I write this play down? I saw it so many times and I don't even think that I wrote it down. It has something to do with the rattle. <laughs> Let's go back up. Uh, no, I don't think that I wrote the name down. Um, but we go, we go to. Um, or we go through like all the different characters because usually we've learned right now we're in season three. Usually by the time we get about halfway through, we have seen the killer. We just may not know who the killer is. And so as I'm going through like the different suspects of who it could be, I don't believe that um, the that Donna like she didn't really cross my mind to be someone who was the murderer as well as Cliff. Like they were always there and they were always on the list, but they weren't really jumping out at me. The moment that I was like, okay, wait, why are they pushing Donna on us was 
when we had the scene when Loretta goes into the bathroom and then we hear the toilet flush and that to me for some reason like Donna jumped out at me as like okay wait did Donna do it <laughs> did she potentially push Ben down down the elevator because it just didn't make sense for anyone else especially as we learn more about Loretta's story and we find out that um she gave up on her child and we find out that her she hasn't been stalking Ben she's actually been following um like her son who actually happens her son Dickie who actually happens to be um Ben's like foster or yeah would it be a foster brother stepbrother stepbrother his brother but not biologically <laughs> and so like that all makes sense I'm like okay no Loretta didn't do it because it just doesn't make sense for her to do it uh when we learn all that information but then Donna's sticking out to me but then when they confront Donna with their elaborate plan of how they're going to get her to confess to killing him and we see how easy it is for, or not even easy because it does take a little bit more nudging. But when they, I think they said that she saw the review or whatever like that and the rat poison and all that stuff. And then she finally was like, yeah, I did it. I'm the one who killed uh, Ben. I was like, that's too easy. That does like, that was way too easy. And then immediately, because it's too easy, I'm like, she is protecting somebody. It was just giving... I am protecting somebody. I'm not telling the truth. And the only person who she could be protecting is her son, who happens to be Cliff. And so I just feel like to, once it once Donna comes on the radar and then it's like, okay, wait, is Donna involved? Then it's like things start to fall into place. And then it's, they confront her and she easily confessed. And it's like, okay, wait, Cliff did it. <laughs> like immediately. So when we finally get to... Um, the reveal of like what actually happened to Ben and how he died is like okay I guess like it wasn't really that surprising to me now I went into this season thinking that this was going to be the final season because I could have swore I read some article somewhere or I saw something where um Steve Martin was saying that he was going to like go out of or go into retirement or was going to stop or take a step back from acting I could have swore I saw that somewhere so I was going into this season thinking it was going to be the last season until we see again I watched this a little bit late so I saw that uh the news that we were getting a season four of only murders and I was like okay what is happening then we see who appears to be Charles going into his apartment and literally gets sniped out and shot. And I was like, okay, well, maybe this is how he gets written. Because <laughs> I was like half paying attention at that point um, at the end. Because I didn't, I thought he was the one who said he was going back to the room to grab something. Um, which is like how they, they were like, oh, we got you. It's a different person. But, um, so I thought he was the one who was going, actually, I'm like, Looking at my notes, I'm like, that does not make sense. Because I write my notes and then sometimes I don't. Like, sometimes I look back at them and things are misspelled. And I'm just like, I know when I wrote them, I looked at it and it was right. And now it's, everything is misspelled and it doesn't make sense. But anyway, so she gets, so he gets shot 
And it's like, okay, well that maybe that's how he's like, okay, this I'm just gonna die and then I don't have to come back next season. Which in my mind, like as it's all playing out, I'm like, well that will make an even more boring <laughs> season four because we finally got to a point where the crew was all working. You all know I love and like groups and teams and friends and family and all that like work together in a movie or a show or whatever. That is my favorite part of it. I love to see them all together. Um, I'm like, well, oh, when I talk about the will of time, that you, you, you will hear even more so why. <laughs> that is a thing that I really enjoy to see. So we have finally got them back to being like friends on the same page, all of that. And then we see Charles get sniped out, but kind of find out it's not, it's not Charles. It's actually Saz who is Charles, uh, acting double and is always dressed like him and so clearly whoever shot Saz must have been targeting Charles which then leads me to go back to old girl his um girlfriend who we didn't see after she moved out could it have been her who else would want to kill Charles because Charles doesn't seem to be a person who's just out here creating enemies it's just it's just I'm not following it so I think it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of where we left things. And most likely where season four will, will definitely focus on is who killed Saz and who was out to try to take out uh, Charles. But overall, again, I think the acting overall, no complaints. I mean, literally... I don't think I've ever had a complaint about the acting on the show. I think the character development, I know I'm like, I feel like I'm pulling at, at, at things, <laughs> but the character development, I think we spend a lot of time on their backstories throughout the seasons that this season, I don't really feel like we got a lot of backstory from them. We were very much so in the present, more so than we have been before. Whereas when we look at Loretta, who's like a completely new character, we did get backstory from her. I'm not sure that she's a character that we see return at to at a full capacity or at to or like in any capacity really next season. Like it seems like her and Oliver are together, but I just don't see especially with her career kicking off, why she would be around. I'm assuming next season, because we tend to just, when the season comes, we tend to jump right back in where we left off. So I'm assuming no, not a lot of time will pass, so maybe she could still be around. But I just don't see that being a focus that she will become like part of the team. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just don't see it. Uh... And especially like a lot of the people who don't live in the building. Because like the, the constant people have been Mabel, Charles, Oliver, and then all the residents of the building. Like we've seen them all from season to season. And this was the first time where it felt like we were going to be outside. We were outside of the building a lot because of, of the play, but it felt like the murder was going the murder was going to be outside of the building, but it actually did end up happening inside the building. So it tied to um what the show's about even with the with Saz getting killed, it still happened in the building because it happened in Charles' apartment. 
but outside of that, like this this season was definitely actually no last season. I feel like we also spent quite a bit of time outside of the apartment building, although we did go a little bit deeper into the apartment building because that's where we were exploring all of the um like the back the back passageways for how people how someone could like sneak into someone's unit and murder them and then slip out without anyone noticing so i don't know um but yeah so pretty sure next season is going to heavily deal around charles who want to kill him or maybe the person wanted to kill Saz because we don't know what Saz been out here doing but like Saz just be popping up <laughs> out of nowhere and probably has a whole entire life of their own that we have no clue about but yeah I'm trying to think if there's any this is going to be a really really short episode because I'm like is there anything else that I want to talk about that jumped out I don't think so oh there was a father of the bride Easter egg when um because we did see in the trailers Mabel's in a, a wedding dress and then we finally see why she's in a wedding dress in episode nine when they end up going to I believe they'll go to a courthouse or whatever and we know Steve Martin Martin Short or Father of the Bride very very classic really good movies if you've never watched it which I feel like you would have to be like Gen Z or something to have never seen Father of the Bride. I just don't, I don't see how you would not have seen that if you are a millennial or older. But if you have not seen it, very, very good movie. There are a couple of them um, that you can watch Father of the Bride, Father of the Bride 2. I think that's, there's only two. <laughs> but, um, so we got that little that little Easter egg when they go with Mabel to the court. And I believe it says something around like, I'm the father of the bride or something like that. But I was like, oh, I see what you all are doing. I see what you're doing. Um, what else? A couple months interview everyone in the cast. Oh, we did get a pop in from um, Tina Fey's character where she showed up. And was like, oh, I'm going to interview everyone because, of course, she still has her own uh, podcast. But I don't I don't really think that it added anything to the show overall. What else? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that there's much else to talk about. There was singing, you all. No, I love me a musical, so it was interesting to see them weave singing into a show that has not had singing before. It was giving very much uh, Glee. <laughs> um, what's the one? Oh my gosh, the show that literally used to come on a couple years ago when her father was sick and he couldn't communicate and she, I can't remember, she hit her head or something like that. And so... Everyone was always talking to her in song. Oh my gosh, I can't remember what that show is called. Hopefully you all know what I'm talking about. But it was giving me that as well. So, you know, and it was also giving Riverdale. Because, you know, Riverdale, they love to pop out in a song real quick. <laughs> if they can. <laughs> so it was interesting. Which I don't, I love a musical. But I don't tend to like to see 
random musical numbers pop up in a show that doesn't normally do musicals or pop up unnecessarily which was kind of like what was getting on my nerves when we talk about Riverdale or not getting on my nerves but it was like a little bit unneeded when we talk about Riverdale because sometimes it would just be like why are we singing <laughs> but I wasn't mad at it I was like okay I see like it made sense because they were working on a musical so it made sense but it was fun to see or interesting to see how they tied that in as well but yeah like I said this is gonna be a short episode <laughs> I do want to get my thoughts out um I feel like only murders I never really have a too many thoughts but I do want to know what you all thought about season three did it was it a little was it a very very slow burn for you don't were you still getting the same sparks like you got from season one or maybe even season two are you excited about a season four or shocked we're getting to season four like I was because you thought this was going to be the last season <laughs> what do you want to see different in season compared to what we've seen in season three let me know all the things and i will talk to you all in the next episode that's the end of the episode thanks for sticking through it to the end be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently binging on instagram and at current binge on twitter also hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and i'll talk to you in the next one